Hello, and welcome back to the last Oh My God episode of season two. I'm your host, Bo Bradley. And if you don't know by now, my pronouns are he and they. This episode was supposed to wrap up in 2021, but instead I had knee surgery. So here we are in January wrapping up Oh My God episode 29. Holy F, that's kind of wild. But anyways, we are going to wrap up this season with a personal check-in, a Oh My God update, a Q&A with the one and only Rose Bradley. And maybe we'll veer off topic and hit some other things along the way. Before we get there, you know I have to remind you what you missed if you didn't tune into last episode. Last time we chatted about self-care. We talked about self-affirmations, trying to prevent what at this point of the 2020s feels like inevitable burnout and the holidays. We talked about some challenges we as the LGBTQIA plus community face when visiting family or around others who may not be so understanding or affirming of our identities. We walked through some affirmations, which again, I find to be very helpful. And then we chatted with Bill Riley, aka The Gaze, about his album, The Agenda, some of his musical inspirations, and what to expect next from the Poptimistic singer. A little Easter egg, I guess you can call it that. I don't know. Let me know if I'm using that incorrectly. But about last episode's guest, if you missed it, his song, Out of Love, was the original BMG intro and outro song. So you unintentionally already know at least one piece of his repertoire. So don't hesitate to check him out on your favorite music streaming platform or on social media. Again, the band is called The Gaze. While you're doing that, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts. If that's how you listen, leave us a review. We really love and appreciate it for real, for real. Don't forget to subscribe. And then let's just jump right in. For those of you who aren't familiar with our most requested returning guest, Rose Bradley, they are my spouse non-binary, use they, them pronouns, and are a really fun person to chat with on BMG, especially when it comes to talking about me. (laughs) So hi, Rose. Thanks so much for coming back for your second, I think, time this season. Thank you for having me. Obviously. (laughs) So the first thing I wanted to kind of update everyone on is kind of the overlooming arch of the past two weeks and the next probably four plus. And that is that I had knee surgery at the end of December. It's been a ride. It has been. I uh, had an old knee injury that I had repaired a few times and it just kind of the tissues and bone in my knee have been deteriorating over time since then. And so we just kind of got it cleaned up and then had a procedure called microneedling done. Nope. Microfracturing done. Microneedling sounds like a better name for it. It does, because that's more realistic as to what it is, I feel like. Yeah. Essentially, they just like poke holes in your bone. So is microfracturing as well. Yeah, I guess you're right. It just sounds less terrifying. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because when you hear microfracture, you just think of like something shattering. Ouch. Right? Like what is your first picture in your brain when that happens? A shattering kneecap. Oh, it's a shattering windshield. So like close. Yeah. Just like the way glass. Yeah. It doesn't sound fun, but anyways, so they essentially drilled or tapped, however you want to phrase it, whatever sounds nicer to your nervous system. I don't know. Ear holes. (laughs) So they essentially drilled little holes into my tibia where it meets the rest of my knee and the intention is for stem cells and 
blood and whatever else to come out of there and grow new tissue, hopefully new cartilage to prevent further deterioration and further arthritis in my knee. So this pushes off having to get any kind of bone graft or partial or full knee replacement. And yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, it has been. I haven't been able to walk for two weeks now. By that, I mean, I've been crutching around non-weight bearing on my right leg and we just hit two out of six weeks of that, which is only the first step in this process of healing. And I need to keep reminding myself that, but I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely a long-term healing process. And this isn't the first time you've gone through a knee surgery with me, Mm -mm. but it's definitely more intensive and longer term. Yeah. What would you say has been the most difficult part of this? I think, I think I'm just remembering that like you are not just, I now have to do most like, well, really everything in terms of like just cleaning or like things like that being like, oh yeah. And hell yeah, that's hard. You've literally been doing everything. And not in a way that's like, oh, I have to do all this cleaning, but just in a way that's like, oh yeah, I forgot my person can't walk at the moment. And like, the, <laughs> it's just me doing this now. Yeah. Like I can't feed the cats or. Yeah. Yeah. Just like those little things that we would like team effort kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like little things around the house are all on you. Exactly. Yeah. And I... it really is just like the most mundane things that is like, yeah. Yeah. Like I just now started being able to put on a sock on my right foot all mm-hmm. the way without you. Yeah. <laughs> For perspective. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's definitely not the part I find annoying. Like the part of like directly like caring for you and stuff like that. Like I don't find that annoying or like hard or whatever. It's just. Oh, shucks. Yeah. You know me. That's a love language for me, caring for others and like acts of service and stuff like that. So I'm like, yes. Which is so yes, funny because yes, that's yes. like the hardest thing for me to receive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. We told. It's interesting too, because mm-hmm. having this surgery between, uh, well, we celebrate Christmas and New Year. So having this surgery right in between the two, it kind of feels like this took over our holidays. Mm-hmm. So even though it's taking over like our January, February, I mean, I'll be in physical therapy probably into March, April, mm-hmm. but we, I just feel like this started way before the actual surgery. There were so many appointments and things leading up to it. It just, oh, yeah. this has been going on. Yeah. And then putting it off because of pandemic and all this stuff. And then yeah but here we are yeah making moves hey yeah yeah hey yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so another thing that we've been up to recently speaking of the holidays is just kind of well forced to spend more time at home and not out doing activities we've been just doing a lot more like making our home more comfortable and rearranging where we put things and (laughs) buying different candles to make it smell nice, like trying to make it homey and safe and comfortable in any way we can. Yeah. We'll revamp after the Christmas decor came down. Yeah. Which is an effort. It always feels good though. It's like fresh. Yeah. I never really feel like, Oh, it's missing. Mm -mm. 
Yeah. And we had really good Christmas this year. We spent it with our housemates. Yeah. It was so fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of love. Great food. Mm-hmm. Very like comfortable, relaxed, low key. Yep. We FaceTimed our families, wore pajamas. We had two Christmas trees, one upstairs, one downstairs. That was nice. Mm -hmm. Everything just felt very Christmassy. Snowed the next day. Oh my gosh, it's so much snow. Tons of snow. So much snow, it broke our outdoor canopy. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Another big thing that has happened for us recently is that I, as of December 17th, have been on testosterone for over a year. Yeah. One year on testosterone. One year on testosterone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a little over a year. We just figured out today that yesterday I took my 57th shot of testosterone. So it's been... 56 weeks on T and to talk about that and share about that, we kind of thought that it would be fun to have a little Q and a where Rose could ask me some questions that I've gotten. We've gotten some questions that we maybe had before and kind of just had that experience on a more intimate one-on-one conversation. So theoretically I'm going to turn the mic over to Rose. Okay. So first question, what is the most unexpected change you've experienced? I think the most unexpected change, and forgive me if I sound like a broken record on this one, but is just like the emotional and mental health aspect. I honestly, I know everyone's experience is different and that's part of where we're at right now and taking gender affirming, gender affirming hormone therapies and It's just kind of we're in this experience where we don't have medical study after medical study of what the body does to respond. So we really just have what everyone else is going through and what we're going through and sharing those experiences. And so one thing that surprised me is just how much more in touch with my emotions I am now than before, because I feel like I have heard some of that, but I've heard a lot of the opposite. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool to have that connection, I guess. Yeah. that (laughs) It definitely was interesting reading, like in doing my own research before, you know, you started testosterone and stuff and finding a lot of like people saying they are so much, they have so much more like anger. And I know one of the more interesting things that I kept reading prior to you starting testosterone was a lot of people talking about um, just an increase in kind of anger and uh, a little bit loss of patience and just kind of having to like navigate, you know, a bit of a whole, not, I don't want to say personality change, but like, that's almost what it seemed like was being portrayed. And I feel like the opposite has happened in terms. Yeah. Like, as you said, just being more in touch and like in a better place to actually like feel your emotions and yeah make space for them and it's really cool and not to negate other people's experiences that do have the opposite um right for sure yeah just this has been our experience yeah Yeah, and it's cool because not only like you said just like be able to feel those feelings but like 
be able to make the connection between the feelings, the physical feelings, and then how I am emotionally responding to it. It's just this connection that I don't think my brain was making as much before. I, there was there was so much hurt and pain that I was avoiding that physically and emotionally that it just, I blocked out so much. Mm-hmm. And now through this process and experience, I've been able to start like peeling back those layers and feeling the experiences and processing things. And it's been a really great growthful journey. <laughs> yeah, truly. What is something you'd want others to know before starting gender affirming hormone therapy? I think really it's just something I'd want others to know before starting hormone therapy. It's hard because I feel like there's a lot of information out there. There are so many different like vlogs on YouTube and people on social media and TikTok and just anywhere you look, there's people sharing their experiences now. One thing you have to remember like we already mentioned is that all of those experiences are different and everyone kind of has their own body's adaptation to that gender affirming hormone therapy. Like, as we know, nobody looks the same as anybody else. Like we're all very different inside and outside as individuals. And so you're going to individually have this response. That's your body's response. And so it's just like having that expectation, I guess is the word I'm Mm -hmm. looking for to not expect certain changes to happen, but to be open to like what does occur. Because I think if you sit there and you're waiting for things, they're either not going to happen or you're not going to recognize the other changes or you're just, I just think it sets you up for not as smooth of a time. Yeah. That makes sense. What surprised you the most? I think what surprised me the most is (laughs) so when we sat down and talked uh, over a year ago before I started it, the one thing I said that I really hoped I got out of testosterone was confidence, self-confidence. And I said it half jokingly because I was like, ha ha, that won't happen. And like dead ass, I feel like I have much more self-confidence and it's like, I just, there's changes in my body, like the way my legs are more muscular now and the way that my feet are a little wider and hairier and while that might sound gross to some of you to me it's like really comforting and I dig it and I have body hair in places I never thought about like who in their lifetime would think that I would be excited about having a hairy belly but like I dig it it's fun there's just like so many things like that like my shoulders are broader clothes fit me differently there's so many exciting things that to someone else might be something they wouldn't want to experience. But for me has been like really affirming and really comforting. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Love that. What has changed the most? I don't know. That's a hard one. Physically or literally like anything. Yeah. anything. What has changed the most? my outlook nice no one can see the face i'm making as i ponder if that's my (laughs) answer (laughs) um i think so yeah i think i just like 
my mind has opened to so many more possibilities. And I feel like being more in touch with my emotions and my ability to understand what I'm feeling and what I want and or need has just helped me have a much more positive day-to-day outlook than I had pigeonholed myself into there for a while. That's beautiful. Well, thanks. (laughs) What's your favorite change? I don't know if I can talk about it on here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So valid. My favorite change might be my voice. Oh, yeah. Because listening back to what it sounded like a year ago or even a couple months ago, I like don't recognize it already. Super unrecognizable. It's like as it changes, it sounds more correct. Yeah. <laughs> Stash is having a field day. He really is. He just wants to participate. I know. But yeah, I think, I mean, that also could be one of the things that have changed the most. That's true. I really love your answers. Is there anything you'd like to share about my testosterone journey from your perspective? I don't think so. I think it's just watching you through this process has been just as affirming for me to see you like become you. Maybe not just as affirming. Maybe no, yeah, that's fine. I can say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And likewise. likewise that seeing you like become more yourself and change your pronouns and like just be more just like internally settled with who you are helps Mm -hmm. affirm me as well yeah i appreciate you letting me ask you these questions and hearing your answers you're so cute thank you appreciate your time Anytime. Gonna come back next season? I would love to. Beautiful. We'll see you then. (laughs) Thanks again to Rose. We always love when they join us. I think it just adds an extra personal touch to the show. And instead of me telling you about myself, just sitting here on my own, I think it makes it a little more fun to have a one-on-one conversation with probably the person. I don't know why I said probably. Definitely the person who knows me the best. So that being said, let's recap the 19 episodes in season two. Just to give you a little background, season one of Oh My God stretched from August to December 2020, season two, January 2021 through 2022, and season three will begin on March 30th. That's 3-30-22, so keep your eyes out for that. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out on any content that happens between now and then. You might be taking a break from posting brand new episodes, but there definitely will be some movement on social media and some movement behind the scenes. So we started off 2021 with Are You Cisgender? It was the first episode where I updated you all on the beginning of my gender-affirming hormone therapy or GAHT journey and broke down sex versus gender. We did a little exercise to help you all understand your own gender identity, gender expression, all that good stuff. And To be honest, I think that episode is one of my favorites to date. I'd like to thank all of our guests from season two, and I'm just going to give a shout out to all of them. We sat down in 2021 with Marty Noel Chignao, Rose Bradley, Samantha Allen, Logan Adams. We sat down with 
two members of Ally House Jr. from Penn State, Nays Lakara and Christina Baker. We sat down with Tony Zasharofatin, director and filmmaker behind the docuseries Trans in Trumpland, local queer musician, and one of my favorite people, Jeannie Rock. Then we met with some members of August, an inclusive period brand's inner cycle, Chesley Chan, Claudio Vejero, Max Payne. We had guests from international organization, Pride Cheerleading Association, including Sarah Tugood, Valina Eckley, Colin Fendel Milani, Anthony Chavera, and Win Fam. We also, another really cool thing for Oh My God this year, we sat down with the world's first transgender district, the Transgender Cultural District in San Francisco, California, with Juniper Yoon and Jupiter Peraza, local Seattle trans event planner, Jerry Che, talking about their transween and other local events they're getting together. And last but not least, we already spoke about Will Riley, and today we have Rose Bradley returning. So lots of guests over the past 19 episodes, lots of excitement. It, I really, none of them get paid. They all come here to chat with you out of the goodness of their hearts and out of sharing information. And we ended up learning so much this season from all those great guests. And shout out to Pride Cheerleading Association, who has Sin City Classic going on this weekend. If you're in Las Vegas, or if you are not and you're curious about it, please look up Pride Cheerleading Association, where you can learn more about how they're raising money for a great organization in Nevada this weekend. So like I said, we'll be back with season three and episode 30 on March 30th. Get it? Season three, episode 30, 330. Haha. Yeah. Lots of threes. Anyway, <laughs> we'll have some returning guests, some new guests, some new and familiar topics. And I think I'm going to start leaving every episode off with an affirmation. And naturally I'm going to want you to repeat it back to me. So please do not hesitate to reach out and let us know what you want to learn about, what you want to hear about and what you don't. But you can find us on social media at Oh My God Pod. We do have a tiny Facebook group that I'm going to be spending some time this winter expanding and really making a concerted effort to get some good discussion going in there. So keep your eye out for that. Follow us on social media. Again, rate us if you listen to Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You can also find some video content and episodes on our YouTube channel, or you can find us at www.bowmygod.com. On our website, you can also find some podcast merch, including hoodies, hats, stickers, some cool trans colors, trans flag stuff there. So feel free to check that out. Again, that's www.bowmygod.com, B-E-A-U-M-Y-G-O-D.com. And that being said, it's time for us to wrap up season two. So it's time for today's affirmation. And this one is, of course, intended for everyone. This is a very inclusive environment. All people are welcome. Even if you don't agree with me, I love to hear what you have to say. That's part of what makes, I think, our community so great as the LGBTQIA plus community, because not only are we just so diverse and in every culture and every part of the world, we're just all different. We're all beautiful. And I'm just really excited to learn more and share more and interact more with you all. And yeah. So please repeat this affirmation out loud to yourself. If you're in public or you're too nervous to say it, please just do it in your head. Repeat it out loud later if you're more comfortable. But here we go. Repeat after me. I am not defined by the perceptions of others. I am on my intended journey. One more time in case you missed it. I am not defined by the perceptions of others. 
I'm on my intended journey. With that, thank you all for hanging out. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for having faith, even when you think I might forget to post an episode. And I am really excited to start this new journey with you in season three. So until then, I'll see you on social media. You can find me at Bo Brads. And till then, we'll catch you next time. <music>